And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Yeah, I know, I use the word we're, so you're thinking I've got a guest today, but I don't have a guest today. What I have is a movie quote for you. So let me just hit you with the quote, and let's see where it goes from there. Shall we play a game? Yeah, that's the quote. Now, some of you some of you just, you, you flashed right back to 1983, and you went, yeah, that's from the movie War Games. Yeah, the movie War Games. And, and some of you are going, I never saw that movie. What, what is that movie about? Well, the movie's about, well, I don't, I, actually, I don't want to get into what the movie's about. What I want to get into is playing a game with you. Can we play a game on the radio? Yeah, that's my lead into playing a game with you. So let's do this. I'm going to play a little game with you, and we're going to have some fun. Now, my game consists of demographic information and a lot of it. I'm going to hit you with some demographic information. And your goal is to try and figure out what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know some of you are going, Al, we tune in every day to your show, and we're always trying to figure out what you're talking about. Okay, that's fair. I get it. I get it. But let me hit you with the demographics, and let's see what you come up with. 2,209,152. Is that enough information for you to obtain the answer? And for some of you, maybe yes. For most of you, that's not enough information at all. You need more information. Now, some of you are thinking, well, that's, that's a number, right? And yes, it's a number. But what kind of number? Is it a straight number? Just, just a number in itself? Is it a number that represents something? Is it a number that represents currency? Is it a number that represents some other type of number? Yeah. I Crazy, right? All right. So for those of you that thought it was currency, I would have read it to you as $2,209,152. But I didn't read it to you that way. I just said $2,209,152. It's just a straight number. It's a demographic number. Yes, demographics. Now some of you are putting the pieces together. Some of you are realizing that I'm giving you a number that represents population. Population. I just gave you a number that represents population. Population in a geographic area in the United States of America. So do you know what demographic this represents? And some of you have no idea. And that's totally fine because I've not given you enough information. You need more information to solve the problem. Do you not? Okay. How about if I give you another piece of information? Maybe with this other piece of information, you can put the puzzle together. 7,256.5. That's it. That's the number. 7,256.5. And some of you are thinking, Al, you've lost your mind. You've totally lost your mind. That, what does that number have to do with a number that represents over 2 million in population? Now, some of you 
Some of you are, are spot on. Some of you understand that that represents the geographic square miles of the area that I'm talking about. So let's, let's talk about the two pieces of the puzzle so far. 2,209,152 people. 7,256.5 square miles. Have you arrived at the answer yet? And most of you have no idea. And it's totally fine because you don't have enough information to solve the problem. What if I told you that this data came from the 2022 census? Would that help you? And for some of you, maybe it does. For most of you, it absolutely does not. It does not help you because you need more information. Okay, I'm going to stop playing games with you, and I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a metropolitan area in the United States of America. I'm talking about a metropolitan area that, that exists probably about halfway between the West Coast and the East Coast. Does that help you? For some of you, it does not. For some of you, you might be honing in on the answer. What if I told you that this metropolitan area exists over two states, over two states? In other words, this metropolitan area and the main city within that metropolitan area exists in two states. Now, some of you are putting the pieces together because you have enough information. Some of you, you don't have enough information. You need more information in order to get the answer. Okay. What if I told you that this particular metropolitan area has its own NFL football team? Have, have you put the pieces together? And some of you are going, oh, yeah, yeah, man, I get it now. I get it now. And some of you are going, football? I don't really care about football. I have no idea what you're talking about, Al. Okay, let me come clean. Let me tell you that the area that I'm talking about is the Kansas City Overland Park Missouri, Kansas, metropolitan area. Yeah, Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City is the city that exists in both states. It is a metropolitan area that consists of a population of 2,209,152 people. It exists over an area calculated at 7,256.5 square miles, and it's the home to the Kansas City Chiefs. I spend a lot of my day analyzing different markets. I am always looking for markets that are emerging, markets that have the potential to provide me the types of returns that I'm looking for with my real estate assets. What I'm getting at is there are different markets across the United States. When you look at the different real estate markets that are all across the United States, I, I can eliminate probably, I would say, 60, maybe 65% of them. I look at a ratio of property value, and I compare that to a ratio of rental value. Properties in the West Coast tend to sell for a certain price range. However, if you buy those properties for rental income purposes— you have to put a lot of your own cash into the asset in order to make the property cash flow. Why is that important? 
Because if you're putting in 50% or more of the equity into a property in order to make it cash flow, you are consuming too many of your dollars. In other words, the return on investment for those dollars is diminished. If you look at the newspapers, if you look at the internet, if you look at any of the information that is out there regarding properties in real estate, one of the common themes that's being conveyed right now is that property values are going down. And in many markets, that's true. It tends to happen in those areas where property values tend to accelerate way beyond what the market can sustain. There are parts of the country where property values are maintaining their value. Those parts of the country are the parts of the country that we as Lifestyles Unlimited members tend to invest in. In certain markets, price sensitivity is under control. See, a lot of the information you're receiving is describing what's going on in the national market. That's taking every market and blending it all together. So when you take the entire United States and you try and look at the trend of what is the entire United States doing, it kind of looks like prices are under pressure. Prices are falling. And that's true in some parts of the country. But that's not true in every part of the country. So what does this have to do with Kansas City, Missouri? Are prices falling in Kansas City, Missouri? The short answer is, I don't really think so. No, I don't think so. Now, why, why can I make this assessment? Because this is one of the markets that I have been watching for the last year, year and a half. A buddy of mine, who's a Lifestyles Unlimited member, his name's Steve, lives in Southern California. And he invests primarily in the Kansas City market. Now, why does he do that? Because he used to invest in the Southern California market. And what he found was he wasn't making the rates of return in the Southern California market, even though he was the recipient of great price appreciation. During the period where we had a, an aggressive seller's market, which no longer exists in the United States, and let me be very clear about that, we are now more into a balanced market or a buyer's market in certain parts of the country. Steve divested all of his investments in Southern California. And with that money, he moved that money to Kansas City and started investing. So why did he do that? Because Steve saw the same things that I'm seeing. Steve saw a stable market. Steve saw very stable demographic information. Demographic information that I'm going to share with you right now. Did you know in the Kansas City Metroplex area, the per capita income is $42,257. Well, it means that they make money like everybody else. Now, they may not be making the same kind of income that people on the West Coast are making, but their cost of housing is not as absorbent as it is on the West Coast. Let me throw another stat out at you. The median, in other words, half or above, half or below, the median household income for the Kansas City Metroplex area is $75,280. $75,280. If you divide that by 12, you come up with a number, a monthly number of $6,273. If you divide that by three, 
you come up with a number of $2,091. What does that represent? That represents the median rent that somebody in the Kansas City Metroplex area is able to pay for rent. Now, remember, it's median. So half can pay more, but half can pay less. So what does that really mean? Okay, well, if you really peel back the onion, what it means is that there are people in the Kansas City Metroplex area that have the purchasing power to rent real estate at market rates. And because they command the power to rent real estate at market rates, they go into the rental market looking for the best possible product that they can find. Now, when they look at the different properties that are available to them, they see the good, they see the bad, and they see the ugly. So what do they spend their time focused on? They spend their time on the good. Because who wants to rent the bad? And nobody wants to rent the ugly. They want to rent the good. And that's where we as Lifestyles Unlimited members come in because we provide clean, functional workforce housing to that demographic. We come back from the break. I'm going to share with you some deals that are out there. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. What is Dale Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, up to in today's market? I'm out there right now looking and buying everything I can get my hands on for a better deal. A better deal than what I could get it for a week before. And I'll just keep buying. I did that back in 2008. I bought a property worth $35,000 a door. I bought it for $26,000 a door. Next month or so, I bought the same age property and I bought it for like $19,000 a door. But by buying at 26 when they were getting killed from 35 down to 26, buying at 26, let the broker know I was a buyer in a downward spiraling market. And so from that point on, I bought three or four more. I can't remember exactly. I, mean, I think it was four more I bought from there. And the brokers were just bringing them to me. Go, look, you seem to be the only guy buying right now. Are you ready to take advantage of the wave of opportunity coming to those who know what they're doing? Join us for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And in this segment of the show, I'm, I'm going to talk about some properties that actually showed up in my inbox, believe it or not, during the Thanksgiving holiday period. And I came across three different properties. Now, get this. You're going to love this because it ties in with today's show. All of these properties are found in the Kansas City Metroplex area. So all the demographic information that I gave you in the beginning of the show applies to these properties. I'm, I'm getting at, wow, three opportunities for you to make a lot of money. Now, let me just tell you, I'm not going to give you the addresses for the properties. Okay, there's a couple of reasons for it. Number one, I don't actually have the, the addresses for the property. All I have is the information about the, what the deal can provide for me. I am screening the criteria right now because the properties may or may not work for my investing strategy. When I buy real estate, I just don't buy the first thing that comes along. And in my experience, 
you have to look a lot to find that perfect property. In the same sentence, I'm going to tell you that the deal of a lifetime comes along at least once a week. Yeah, because I believe in something called the abundance mentality. It's a concept that was taught to me by my mentor, Del Wamsley. He's the founder and CEO of Lifestyles Unlimited, a company that's been around for 34 years teaching people like you and me how to retire ourselves by buying real estate, putting it into our portfolios, and then changing from living off of earned income to living off of passive income. So let me talk about some of these properties, and let me, let me screen these properties for you. Now, the first property is a property that is a, it's a duplex, and it's in the greater Kansas City metropolitan area. You can buy it for $180,000. It produces $614 a month in cash flow when done correctly. Your estimated out-of-cost, out-of-pocket expense is going to be about $34,000, but you're going to capture $48,000 in additional equity. So what that means is you're going to put about $34,000 into the deal. You'll get $34,000 worth of equity in, in exchange for your cash into the deal. But because you're going to buy this asset at wholesale pricing, you're going to capture an additional $48,000 in equity. Essentially, you're more than doubling the equity that you have in the asset. And this asset is going to provide $614 a month in passive income. Sounds like a pretty good deal, right? All right, let me tell you about property number two, which is also a duplex. Now, this one you can buy for a little bit less. It's $170,000, and it's going to take about $25,000 of your money to buy into this asset. $25,000 to buy into this asset. But you're going to capture $67,000 in equity. $67,000 thousand dollars in equity you're almost tripling your equity position in this property actually you're almost quadrupling your equity position in this property because that's a lot of money now this particular asset is positioned to provide you a cash flow of about 805 dollars 805 dollars per month now both of these properties have what we call an after repair value of three hundred ten thousand dollars so at $310,000, you're, you're buying an asset that's worth a lot of money. Now, let me compare the cash flows on these two properties, because the first property is poised to return about 21.4% cash on cash return. By the way, that's an excellent rate of return. It's excellent. But the second property, man, at $805 a month in cash flow, and the fact you're putting about $9,000 less into the property than you are in property number one, you're getting a 41.4% return cash on cash. So right there, just by, just by using screening criteria, I am already leaning to property number two. I am leaning towards property number two for two reasons. Number one, it is giving me a far superior cash on cash return. Number two, It's requiring me to put less of my own money into the asset. And number three, it's allowing me to capture even more equity in the asset, even more equity. I mean, $67,000 in additional equity as compared to $48,000 to me is a better number. It's a better number. Now, some of you are going, but Al, what do the houses look like? What do they look like? And I'm here to tell you, I don't really care because the numbers work 
on both of these properties. For property number one, cash out of pocket is $34,500 approximately. For property number two, it's only $25,000. So I'm using less of my available cash to buy property number two. So right there and then, property number two, it gets the check mark. Now, when I look at cash on cash return, in other words, what will this asset do for me on a cash return basis? Property number one, when annualized, produces a 21.36% return on investment. But property number two provides a even more superior return of 38.64%. So property number two is going to provide me a better cash on cash return than property number one. And it's still going to cost me less money to get into than property number one will cost me. The last thing I'm looking at is the amount of net equity that I'm capturing. It's the return on capital gains. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the return on capital gains. And what I'm finding is that the return on capital gains, when I, when I take a look at the amount of equity that I'm capturing, and I divide it by the amount of money I'm putting into the deal, the net equity I'm capturing is $48,500 in property number one. And I'm putting $34,500 of my money into the deal. So I'm getting a return on capital gains of 140% return on investment. But property number two does a little bit better. See, I'm going to capture over $67,000 worth of equity, but I'm only going to put $25,000 into the deal. My return on capital gain is even more superior. It's 268.6% return on capital gains. So property number two is far more superior than property number one, although property number one is still a great investment. Property number two is just a better investment. But what about property number three, this property number three that I was talking about before we went to the break, that's only worth $213,000 when it's all fixed up? A lot of you would think, well, we would have to just eliminate that because it's not worth as much money. But see, this gets back to my original point. You don't have enough information to make a decision. See, in property number three, there's a lot of good things going for it. Property number three is going to require only $6,200 of my money. You heard, or you heard me correctly. $6,200 of my own money. What am I getting at? I'm getting at a lot of great things are happening on property number three. Let me tell you about them. Property number three can be bought for a purchase price of $95,000, which is far less than the purchase price of the other two properties. Now, it's after repair value is only $213,000. But when you scale that to the amount of money that I'm actually buying the property for, it scales better. Does that make sense to you? I mean, in essence, I'm buying a property for 44 cents on the dollar as compared to the other two, which were more than 50 cents on the dollar. Here's the other thing. That $6,200 that I'm putting into the property, that's it. That is, that's the amount of cash that I need to put into the property. Yet I will capture $51,400 in equity. Now, it's not as much equity capture as property number two, but when you look at the return on capital gain, when you take $51,400 and you take into account, I'm only putting $6,200 into the deal, I'm getting an 829% return on capital gains. And it doesn't end there. The cash flow on this property, the cash flow is actually a lot less. It's not going to produce the big cash flows that those other two properties are going to produce. It's only going to produce $265 per month. 
And some of you would say, well, there's, there's your reason to eliminate it, Al. It doesn't produce as much cash flow. But you have to look at what the cash on cash return is. In other words, you take that monthly cash flow, you annualize it, you come up with a number of $3,180. That's the annualized rate of $265. When you divide that by the $6,200 that you're putting into the deal, you're getting a whopping 51% return cash on cash basis, a 51% return on investment. This is why I like property number three better than property number two, which I liked better than property number one. So property number three is the winner. To me, property number three is the winner because it gives me the best rates of return and it keeps my cash outlay to as minimum as possible. I mean, when you think about it, property number one was going to require me to come out with what, 34500 out of pocket? Property number two is going to require me to come out of pocket $25,000. Essentially, I could buy property number two at $25,000 and property number three at $6,200. Collectively, it would be $31,200 cash out of pocket, and it would still be less cash out of pocket than what I would spend on property number one, which is still an excellent investment opportunity. So the point I want to make is that when you understand the markets, when you understand what the markets are positioning to do for you, when you understand that we're going into a season where your competition is taking time off, it gives you the opportunity to go out and find all of these really great deals without having to worry about having somebody else find the deal before you'd find it. And even if they find the deal before you find it, I just pointed out to you, there's, there's three properties that showed up in my inbox over the Thanksgiving holiday that are all excellent, excellent opportunities. All of these particular properties will make sense to somebody out there. But depending on what your investing strategy is, depending on what your investing goals are, one of the three will make better sense to you. But for me, it's property number three. And let me tell you what property number three does for me if I were to hold this property for five years. When you take into account the five different ways we make money in real estate, there's the cash flow, there's the equity capture, there's the natural appreciation, there's the principal pay down, and then there are all the tax advantages that protect all of the cash flow. This property is poised to return to me a 1000 208% return on investment over five years when you put together all the five different ways you make money in real estate. That is an out that folks, I just described to you what we would call a home run as a real estate investor. I just described the home run deal to you. And that deal showed up in my inbox along with a, what I would call a triple and a double. And you know what I'm looking for? I'm usually looking for singles. I'm usually looking for properties that I can get a single with. And ironically, I found a double, I found a triple, and I found a home run. And I realize baseball season is over. I realize we're in the peak of football season right now. But hey, let me put it to you this way. I found properties that equate to what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing in the NFL. 
Yeah, there's my NFL analogy for all you NFL fans out there. I just completed the loop. And the point I want you to take away is that if you don't understand what I'm talking about, this is the reason you need to become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. This is the reason you need to join our organization so that we can teach you the ins and outs of what I'm talking about. Because all of this stuff that I'm talking about, I was taught by Lifestyles Unlimited. All of this information came from the mind of Del Walmsley, even though it flowed through my brain. And if you want to do what I'm doing, if you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for that free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.